Welcome to the Renewing the Center podcast. My name is Chris McDaniel, and we want to thank you for joining us today. Here at Renewing the Center, we're answering God's call to work for the spiritual renewal of the church. For more information, visit renewingthecenter.org. We're glad to have you with us today. Now, let's make some space for God's renewing work. Today on the podcast, we're going to be looking at Mark 1. We're going to be reading a passage that maybe doesn't seem like an Advent passage, but I think it's actually one of the principal passages of the Advent season. Let's read, then we'll pray, and then we're just going to spend some time together reflecting on on God's Word. The beginning of the good news of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, as it is written by the prophet Isaiah, See, I am sending my messenger ahead of you, who will prepare your way, The voice of one crying out in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord, make his path straight. John the baptizer appeared in the wilderness, proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. And people from the whole Judean countryside and all the people of Jerusalem were going out to him and were baptized by him in the river Jordan, confessing their sins. Now John was clothed with camel's hair, with a leather belt around his waist, and he ate locust and wild honey. He proclaimed, The one who is more powerful than I is coming after me. I am not worthy to stoop down and untie the thong of his sandals. I have baptized you with water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Father, we ask you here in the middle of this Advent season to help us have ears to hear what you would want us to hear. I pray, God, that you would speak to us today through this word, God, wherever it is that we are accessing this content, on a walk, in our car, at work. We ask you to come and be present to us. Quiet our hearts, God. We pray, God, that as we sit here, you know, roughly 10 days out from Christmas morning, God, help us to find you, Jesus. Help us to prepare for you so that this Christmas would be one, despite all these strange circumstances, Lord. We want it to be a season where we find and experience your presence. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. So I didn't grow up in a home that observed the season of Advent. I only knew about the occasional home with a a calendar on the wall with chocolate inside little doors. I, I knew nothing about Advent. The season of preparation that so many Christians around the world engage leading up to Christmas. And when I think about Christmas, you know, you want to rush to the baby in the manger. You don't want to think about John the Baptist. And we tend to think that guy's not a not a Christmas guy. And yet John the Baptist is, in my view, the principal character of the season of Advent. If Christmas is about Jesus, Advent is about the message of John the Baptizer. And I love how Mark begins his story. There is a real sense of urgency throughout the book of Mark. He actually wastes no time getting started. He says at the very beginning, the beginning of the good news of Jesus, the Son of God. But he actually doesn't start with Jesus. He goes back to the prophet Isaiah, and then he spends time thinking about and speaking about John the Baptizer. The message of Advent is one of preparation. The message of Advent, which the word Advent means coming or approaching, Advent is about getting ready for the coming or the approaching of Jesus, that God wants to come close to us and we have to do something to prepare for that. And it's ironic that this is the most nostalgic time of the year. 
Um, we think of snow, we think of food, we think of presents, we think of Santa Claus. Christmas music is likely already ringing in your ears. Our Christmas trees are almost certainly already up. And the temptations for us as Christians during this season leading up to Christmas is to skip this bit, the prepare bit, and go straight to the fields outside of Bethlehem. We're tempted to begin to look for the pregnant Mary and, and Joseph and the shepherds and the angels in the night sky. But what we're told by John the baptizer is not yet. We're not supposed to get to the cradle in the manger just yet. That'll happen in a couple of weeks' time. Right now, we're supposed to prepare See, if we get lost in all the trappings, if we get caught up in the nostalgia and the sentimentality that surrounds this season, we won't be prepared for what we're supposed to experience. And I want you to hear me. There is nothing wrong with being joyful this time of year. I love it. Uh, my, my daughters who are young adults and live outside the house, they come home, they visit, they stay here more often during this time of year. It's a wonderful time. But if we don't prepare now, Christmas morning will feel like an empty box, like wrappers discarded, a little anticlimactic, hollow. It'll leave us feeling unshaky, unsatisfied. And for many of us, that's been our experience of Christmas going back into our adult years. We, we, we want it to be more than it is. We want it to mean more than it ultimately ends up meaning. It leaves us feeling worn out, exhausted, maybe a bit stressed out and disappointed. And if you're a grown-up, you don't admit that you're disappointed. You know, that feels like a very childish thing to do, and yet we feel it. I believe the way to begin to address that tendency, that disappointment, is to leverage the season of Advent and say, I'm going to get ready. I'm going to prepare. See, I think John the Baptizer helps keep us from missing Christmas. And isn't it ironic? Christmas comes on the same day every year, December 25th, and yet somehow it seems to sneak up on us. So what did John do to help us get ready for Christmas? Well, he appeared in the wilderness. He appeared in the desert to prepare the way for Jesus. There's no backstory in Mark's gospel. He just jumps right in. John appeared in the woods preaching a message of repentance and preparation. He's dressed in wild clothes, almost like someone from another time. And he's calling to us just like he called to the inhabitants of Jerusalem. He called to the inhabitants of Jerusalem and he said, leave the city, leave the busyness, leave the hubbub and come out to the desert and hear from God. Come out from the desert, from the city into the desert and hear the Lord call you to get ready. So what John does in first century Palestine, as he draws people out of the busyness of their lives, and he says, come out into this quiet place so that you can see your life with a fresh lens, a fresh perspective. I believe the same invitation is here for you and me. And frankly, I think this is the only way for Christmas to mean something to us. See, during the season of Advent, we are invited to leave the busyness and the fullness of our lives and enter into quiet spaces. See, for them back then, it was the desert. For you, it might mean quiet time on your couch or in your car or in your shower. It might mean going for walks with your dog. It's getting out of the email, the social media, the frenzy around the political election and everything that's going on and saying, where are the quiet places for me to recalibrate our lives? See, the Holy Spirit through John invited people in first century Israel to leave their busyness and enter into quiet places in order to be prepared to receive Jesus. And I think the exact same invitation is here for you and for me. We have to prepare the way. We have to find quiet places. 
And it's one of the reasons, actually one of the main reasons why we do this podcast is that we want to call you on a regular basis to step outside the frantic busyness of your life and begin to prepare the way so that you would reflect on your life, on what you want, on where you are, on how you're doing, and actually ask God to meet you right where you are. See, without reflective spaces, we'll live our lives in reactive spaces. And if you're anything like me, you're probably worn out by the reactivity around you and in you. Now is the time for us to say, God, how do we engage differently? So let's sit with the image that John and Isaiah put before us. The image that they put forth is of a road construction project. And so the picture here that John, quoting Isaiah, is trying to share is that somehow the king wants to come visit you. A a ruler wants to come to your abode, and yet your driveway is eroded, cluttered, covered with briar and bramble, and he can't get there. And so a herald goes in front of the king and says, prepare the way, make paths straight so the king can visit you. And that's the picture of Advent. Advent is a time for you and me to look at our driveway, to look at the point of access whereby God and maybe even others would access us and examine whether or not there is clutter and erosion and difficulty there so that there's not an ease of access. See, many of us are living cluttered lives. Many of us have experienced a kind of erosion And our driveways aren't easy to access. And people can't get close to us. And God can't get close to us. Well, Advent is a time for you to recognize the clutter in your life and then prepare the way to get outside and do some driveway work. (laughs) And I've been thinking about that. Lord, I need to do some driveway work. I need to clear it out. I need to prepare for you so that when Christmas time comes, the king is able to come close to me. See, when the road is clear, when you look at your life and you begin to remove clutter, and that's why Advent is an opportunity for you and me to repent. And that word repentance in the original language of the New Testament simply means to rethink or to think about your thinking, to step back and look at the driveway and say, God, where are you asking me to purge or cleanse, to ask you for forgiveness, to maybe do a little less? Engage with God in a way that would clarify the pathway. I believe the Lord wants to come close to each and every one of us. But for all of us, there's an invitation for us to participate, to make ready. And that's what these days are all about. And so I would ask you, I would invite you to take time today over the next number of days and ask the Holy Spirit, where am I cluttered? Where is there too much going on in my life? Where has there been some erosion And just name those things and ask the Holy Spirit to help you clear and prepare the way. Make the path straight. When we do that, we'll more readily experience the presence of God, and that's what he wants for each and every one of us. Father, I pray for my friends, and I ask you, God, that as we are here toward the sort of back end of the middle of the Advent season, I just ask you to come and show us what's going on in our lives so that we would prepare the way for you. Lord, we want Christmas to mean something this year. We want it to matter. So would you meet with us and help us in Jesus' name? Amen. Amen. If you would like to continue meditating on what you heard today, take some time to recall an idea or an image that encouraged or challenged you in this episode. When things stand out to us in God's word, 
or in our lives or in what we're reading or in devotional talks, it often means that God is offering us his help and his guidance. When you have your idea or image in mind, carry it with you as a prayer, coming back to it in the spaces throughout your day. How does it speak to you and where you are right now? What does it say about God and what he wants for you? Speak to him about these things. Listen for his still small voice and respond to him as simply and as honestly as you can. Thanks for listening. We look forward to having you back here again with us next time at Renewing the Center. Mm-hmm.